Hey, what's going on, family? Um, it's been a minute. Last week, vacation. I'm officially back. Uh, feeling a, a bit refreshed. Um, uh, not gonna lie to you. I really needed like um, probably like two or three more days, uh, really to just like decompress, you know, from a vacation. But uh, we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with uh, Don Fuquan, man. Um, really dope individual. I, I enjoy sp- sitting down with him and talking. Um. This week, man, I, I just wanted to, you know, first off, say thank you. Like going on a vacation and coming back, you kind of realize how much that you actually do. And um, when you get a chance to kind of step away from it, I really think you get more of an appreciation for exactly what you do. Uh, like uh, for an example, right? When I, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb the whole time, I was um, out of town. And so when I finally took my phone off of Do Not Disturb and looked at it, I had over like 300 text messages, um, emails like right at 200 that just came in. And, you know, it, it kind of, in a way, it kind of set the tone and, and let me understand like, hey, you know, you do have an important voice here, but it is also important to just step away and enjoy life outside of all of this stuff. Right. So, um, you know, but during that, I also had a time to really process and think about like, hey, man, I, I kind of miss talking with you guys. And, and I haven't did that in a while. And, and truth be told, um, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to continue to do that. Uh, this podcast is taking different way, way like anybody that's been there since like 2012, you know, the twists and turns and the different styles that we've done. And, and truth be told, we're, we're really trying to find exactly what we want to do with this podcast uh we've you know did anything from getting providing the guidance which we love to do and we, we're going to continue to to do that people look to me specifically for that guidance and so we want to continue to give you that uh we we talk to industry experts and um you know give that information to you guys we talk to indie artists and you know sometimes we're bringing artists on the podcast and if they have questions we're answer them all of that stuff is is here and i don't want to and you know i really came to the conclusion on, on vacation is that you know what we don't do one thing. We do several things. And so how about this? We continue to do all of those things and just give you a dope podcast. Uh, and, and we're always trying to really stretch and do things differently. Like uh, I was on the, on a call earlier with um, a buddy of mine, uh, and he's actually a financial uh, planner. And we were just talking about podcasting in general, man. And just really, it's amazing how far podcasting has come. Like when I was introduced to podcasting by the One Epstein podcast by uh, Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. And anybody that's following that podcast know that right now they're on a bit of a hiatus, right? But that that was my entry point. That's how I learned about podcasting. That was the first time I really heard the term and paid attention to it. You know what I mean? Like I've heard of it prior to that, but that was the first time that I really sat back and like, okay, well, let me look into this world and see what it was. And you guys heard my story. You know, the, the, the origin of me starting the podcast, it was really sitting down in a studio with different artists and we've had, we're, we're having these in, incredible conversations. And I just, you know, at the end of, them, I was like, man, I wish we would have recorded them. And so we started doing that. Um, in the midst of that, we've done things like you know, recording on the spot freestyles. We're doing like vinyl um, conversations and, you know, having people pick out random vinyl and people love that stuff. And I definitely want to bring it back uh, way more than, than what I, I did in the past. But, you know, everything that we've pretty much done, people kind of gravitated towards and, and liked it and, and cherished it. And we always get that feedback. 
And, you know, like I said, I really got to thinking that I don't want this podcast to be one type of way. I don't want us to come on here and talk and talk and talk and, you know, have a guest on and be guest driven. You know, however we're feeling at the moment, that's what we're going to do. Right. And so you guys know I'm setting you up for something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So this week. And I'm still going to talk to you guys, uh, but I wanted to do this before I forgot. So uh, this week, something different, right? It's fresh off of vacation. Um, I wanted to give you guys something different. So I was approached by the homie Mike Sick. Um, He's a dope individual, anybody from the Atlanta area. And now he's branching out doing the bar exam uh, in different places across the U.S. But uh, if you're based in Atlanta, there's a good chance that if you're somebody, if you're an MC that that want to, take this craft seriously more than likely you've done a show hosted by or presented by uh mike sick and savage fam so you guys you you know the name I'm, is this is not new but he approached me um he last month's uh bar exam winner uh the love genius um he interviewed her right and it was a dope conversation i had a chance to check it out and he approached me like hey man i would love you know, if it's and, and you know, if it's, it's something that you want to do. Right. Uh, but, you know, give this this interview to you, you know, put it on your platform and let me know what your you know, your 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 fans and, and your listeners think about it. And, you know, for for a while, I, I thought about it. And I was like, man, you know, what? that's actually a dope, dope idea. Right. I know what we have here with the Straight Out the Damn podcast. I know the platform that we built. I know the people that we talk to, all the guests that have come through over the years. And I was like, you know what? I've never given this platform to someone else to kind of lead and allow them to, you know, speak their voice. So I thought this would be a good introduction to do that. Now, before you um, zone out or anything, I want you to know I'm not stopping the podcast by no means necessary. This is not a, a, a message to say that I'm bowing out. In fact, we have some bigger and better things on the horizon uh, that that we're planning for you guys. And uh, that's so great. Now, actually, I can't wait to give that product to you. But um, in the meantime, this is something else. Uh, And so I just wanted to give the opportunity to Mike Sick to conduct this interview. And he's actually thinking about doing some things on his own. And I was like, hey, this might be a good introduction to introduce my audience to you. And if you guys have been listening uh, for quite some time, we've had him on the podcast before. uh, maybe a year or two ago, but he, he's been on the podcast. So, uh, he, he's well known here in the city, like I said, and he's a guy that, that takes the craft serious. And I guarantee any MC can't challenge him in like real life freestyle. Like he's, he's that dope. He really, he's, he's a dope individual. So, uh, that's what we're going to do this week. I'm going to give you guys that podcast of him interviewing the love genius, super dope conversation. Hopefully you guys will learn something about, um, her and her music and the things that she's doing. And you'll learn something about my sick as well. But before we get to that interview, I do want to send a super shout out to everyone that has been listening from all over. Um, you guys have been paying attention. It's so much support that's been coming through the channel. I've told you guys about the Paid in America tour. Uh, Jay Coop and myself, last name good. We are Paid in America. If you're just now hearing this for the first time, we are a rap duo. If you want something to compare it to, think of Run the Jewels Meet Prime. I'm the DJ and the producer. Jay Coop is the MC, right? If you guys are looking for me to rap, I don't know. Second album, you might get it. You might get some raps from me. You never know. You never know what we're going to do. But we're, we're going out on tour. We actually, um, by the time you hear this, we'll be headed out. Uh, our first date is August 16th 
in Augusta, Georgia. So uh, we're going to a couple of cities in the southeast. Uh, we're going to be in Augusta. We're, we're going to my hometown, Macon, Georgia. We're going to Athens, Georgia. Uh, we're going to be in Savannah. We're going to New Orleans. We're going to Mobile, Alabama. We're going to Pensacola, Florida. Um, I know I'm forgetting some places, but we're going out and we're adding more dates, too. So those are just the dates on the first leg uh, of the Peyton America tour. We're also bringing the homies Westside Jimmy. Uh, you guys know him from the Good Hennessy Show. That's my co-host on the Good Hennessy Show. Monday nights, live at popdaily.tv. Um, and the homie Div. We're all on the road together. One big conglomerate, man. And so um, it's going to be great. Uh, is 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 a great opportunity to get on the road and you know really touch fans and and have the opportunity to engage with you guys and even listeners to the podcast. We've been places where people come up was like, "Hey man, love the podcast and all that." So we're hoping to continue that and and have that go um, even more as we hit out on the road but uh, I do appreciate you guys for listening for real. Uh, we do have the straight out the den merch is available. Straightoutthedin.com slash shop. Look around. This is Straight Out the Den T. Uh, we have the snapbacks. Whatever you like is for your choosing. Go there and check it out. If you like it, love it. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, it's there for you. It's, it's there for the taking, man. But uh, that's it. Paid in America Tour. Right now, Paid in America album is out right now. Um, any more announcements? Uh... No, I think that's it. So look, enjoy the episode with the homie Mike Sick. He's interviewing the Love Genius. And you never know what we're going to do next week. We might be live on the road doing the podcast. You never know. Stay tuned. All right. Yo, what's up? This is Mike Sick with the bar exam. I'm sitting here with the winner of the May 2017 bar exam in Atlanta. Love the Genius. What's up, love? How you doing? What's up? Good. Just full how are you yo i'm full too this is where we at uh mongolian i don't know i was looking at this bag oh it's it's one rooster one rooster mongolian bar in midtown uh y'all gotta check this place out man it's nine dollars for a lunch um, amazing amazing yeah build your own bowl and for another two dollars you can make unlimited trips they're not paying me for this advertisement they probably should y'all need to hit it up man very true i'm an advocate of asian food in atlanta because not a lot of it you know there's no Filipino food out here? Really? What is Filipino food? You never had Filipino like, food. Like, what is what is it? Like, like uh, there's a lot of pork involved, so. Uh, a lot of pork involved. Lumpia, like the little egg rolls, but it's not an egg roll, it's smaller. Ever had those? No. Nah. I've actually never eaten pork in my life, so really? I don't really. Damn. Like, not anything. Like, not bacon. Like, nothing. That's all they have in the Philippines, it's just like pork. It's mad nah. pigs. Yeah, that's that's it. Man, I miss it though, but this is as close as we have gotten to uh Filipino food. Yeah, one rooster Mongolian bar midtown. Um yeah, so we uh I just wanna chop it up with you about uh, you know, music, life, all that good stuff. First of all, congratulations on winning the bar exam. Thank you so much. I actually have been wanting to <laughs> I've been wanting to win. For a long time now, so thank you. For sure. This is your third show? Yeah, it is. Nice. That's why I've been wanting to win for a while. Nice. Now, you know you could, you probably could have won like four months ago. That's true. On everything. But I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I think I've always left after I performed. Word. Which I should not have done, but. Word. So, backstory on that. Um, Love competed f four months ago. Um, 
didn't make it out of her round, but at the end of the night, we bring back a wild card, which is pretty much the best of the rest. And the judges was like, yo, we, we like love. And I was hype. I'm like, okay, we're well, we gonna bring her back. She gonna body disciple. <laughs> and I said your name like loud and proud. Like, oh, wild card is love the genius. And I was, was probably so on the 400. <laughs> yeah, he was already gone. That's horrible. And um, yeah, I think you probably would have bodied it and probably would have won. But we're, is, yeah. we're here today. Yes. We're here today. The past is the past. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about your bar exam experience, maybe between the first one and um, this one. Did you do anything different after doing it a few times to win this time? And how did it feel? I remember the first one I did, and I feel like. No, I don't remember who it was, so I, it can't be shaped. I, I feel like the person told me something like, something about my performance, but I was nervous. So mm-hmm. I was in my head like, I already know that. Like, have someone ever told you something? <laughs> it's like, I know I was doing that and I should not have been doing that, uh-huh. but I'm nervous, so I did it like that. I remember feeling like that. Gotcha. Like, oh man, I, like they saw how I was feeling, you know? Right, right. So then, Actually, I feel like that was one of the first performances, like one of the few first performances I've done. I did in Atlanta anyway, so I was nervous okay. anyway. But so when the guy, whoever that was, told me something about my performance, I already knew that. Mm-hmm. So this time I was just like, I've been performing a lot now, so, yeah. you know. No doubt, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I guess it's just nerves that has changed. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> That's what's up. Um. So you're originally from Buffalo, New York, right? Yeah, I'm from the east side of Buffalo, New York. Okay, cool. And no, earlier you was telling me about your past as far as uh, you did your first record when you were 11, 12 years old? I put my first project out when my name was Platinum. <laughs> and I was 12. But I've been recording since I was like, I've been recording at home since I was like nine, but I recorded in the studio since I was like 11. Nice, nice. And your family was mad supportive. Yes, my family is supportive of anything. (laughs) Like, I just don't happen to, like, rap. But, like, if I wanted to be a professional ballerina, my family would support it fully. Nice. That's just the type of family I have. Nice. That's what's up. So the city gravitated uh, towards you, your style, your music early on and everything. You had some endorsements. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, it was kind of like no one... Like, nobody, it was no other kid when I was a rapper. Like, when I was in Buffalo, there was no other me. Everybody was, like, adults or grown men, Right. you know. So I, like, my, my mom and this guy named John, John Stover, they um, put me to, like, schools. Like, she doesn't curse. She's all about peace and putting guns down. Right. And they, they would, like, so, like, newspapers, TV shows in the city, radio stations, all of that, they always wanted me because it was like I was a kid and I was like an advocate for like positivity and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, cool. So so fast forwarding, right? Um, you was doing that. That's around between the years when you was 12 and to about what age? That was probably from when I was 12 to like 16. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I was like 16. Okay, cool. And then so you did that, did the college thing. And I understand uh, you took a little time off going to school out here yeah um in atlanta went back to buffalo for college mm-hmm. um and then you came back to atlanta um fast forward a few years and you're, you're pursuing music full time right? absolutely okay absolutely yeah because i can do it 
Right. I've always had this thing where, like, because I know how to do so many different things, like, so many different things, and I've done so many different things from, like, making beats for people, selling beats, doing videos for people, being on radio, working in a magazine, or in a newspaper, working in magazine publishing, owning magazine, like, I've done all of this stuff, and I'm good at it, Mm -hmm. but I was, like, I'm so passionate. It was kind of, like, all of that other stuff, if you give me a check for owning a magazine, I'm going to go to the studio. Right. But if you give me, like, a studio, I'm not going to keep making magazines. Like, you know, everything right. was always, like, everything always came back to music. Gotcha. So it's like, instead of me trying to be a master, a, a jack of all trades, let me actually try to be a master of one. You know? Gotcha. Okay, so. cool. Um, do you see, I want to talk about maybe how the situation in Buffalo relates to it now. Yeah. Um, being being older, um, independent in so many words on your own. Because, you know, back then with the sponsors and, and the support system that you had being home mm-hmm. and being younger, you know, a child prodigy, I should say, right? Yeah. Or Savannah or whatever. Um, and now, you know, you're out here independently on your own too. Yeah. Um, doing music full time, being a master of that craft. Do you, um, what's, what's that reality like, you know, and how does it differentiate, you know, back home? In so many words, you had things thrown at you. You know, now it's like you got to kind of grind for it, just like a lot of people out here. I mean, can you speak on that? Well, for one, it it was very hard at first because I don't have any brothers or sisters. All my life has always been like my mom and I only. So I've never lived up by myself in any of that stuff. So when I first moved down here, I just was like, I feel like I did everything in Buffalo. So I was like, I'm going to go somewhere else because if I'm doing, I'm living this way in Buffalo, I can go to a bigger city and like, live better because they have more things so my first time moving and living on my own was here like yeah. i just randomly moved here i didn't know anything like i mean i knew how to do basic stuff but like i literally didn't even realize you had to buy the thing to stop the, oh. the like the sinks up like i thought that was part of like life like oh, okay. i didn't know like you had to buy q-tips like you have to buy this stuff right, so right. after i got through that part and like the whole getting lost every day all of that stuff because my thing is like the music and communicating and getting things done has never been a problem for me yeah because a lot of stuff in buffalo was all my idea and i just had like my mom and like john to like make it happen Mm -hmm. so here it was just like well i know a couple people from high school so i'm just going to get the people i know you know what i'm saying but now it's it's even easier for one because i figured out atlanta like I know where I'm going as far as like the highways, I don't get lost. But also, so many people from Buffalo who were pursuing music and stuff at the same time as me are actually like in the music industry now. Gotcha, okay. So like, this guy, when I was a kid and I was a rapper, it was this guy named TJ and he was a DJ. We was the same time. Now he's on tour with Drake. He just came from tour with Future. Nice. He on tour with The Weeknd. Then like Westside Gun Conway just got signed yeah. to Shady, like Kadir Latif signed to Rough Riders, the A and uh, Atlantic is this guy. Like it's just people that I know from right. like we all came up at this. Well, we were trying at the same time. Right. So right. now it's kind of like it's it's just kind of easier now, you right. know. It's just right. because I think the hardest part for me was getting my life together, like. Yeah. Like figuring that part. Like I come from a huge family. I just like up and left. I don't have any family here. Like right. zero. Right. So it was like okay, I have to figure out how to be by myself. Right. Like even though I'm an only child and all this stuff, I have a huge family. So it was always people around me. So right. it's like I have to figure out how to 
live. Like, you know what I'm saying? How to yeah. mentally be alone and not have, I don't have a person to call. I mean, now I do. Right. But it's like, I don't have a person to say, hey, can you, not, I don't have any of that stuff. So I have to figure that out. Right. And then, because I can always, like, I can literally always do music at any point. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was like, I have to mentally get myself together. Got you, got you. So did you ever feel at all, um, <clears throat> did you ever feel at all like, you know, being one of the only female MCs back home that everybody gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's a lot of MCs, a lot of rappers, a lot of female MCs. Did, did you ever have any type of feeling like, in so many words, like, I'm not so special and I got to shine or work harder than this person? Or do you even think of that at all? Or is it you just going to always just do you? Yeah, I don't think about that. But just because, like, I know my person, like, I, I realize that I know and understand that everybody's different. Like, yeah. everybody has something else to say. Well, who knows these days? But, like, everyone has a story of their own. Yeah. And, like, my whole thing has always been, like, expression. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't make music to just turn up or, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So everything that I ever make is always, like, this is literally how I feel right now. Right. So it's, it's going to resonate with somebody because this is genuine feeling. You know right. what I'm saying? So I never really think about other people like that. Like, gotcha. And then someone told me before, I think it was my grandma, actually. She told me, like, the only difference between, because, of course, there are times when you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, at first, now I'm straight. But yeah. my grandma told me, like, the only difference between, like, the good people and the not so good people are like the not so good people want to be better so they keep going mm-hmm. the good people are like i'm too good why is this not working out you know what i'm saying so they are easily they easily give up but the right. not so good people are like listen i need a producer i need this so they, they those are people and it's like why is so much trash out here quote unquote you know right. but it's like because those people understand they have to do better right so they're right. out here willing to learn and do better why these other people who think they're masters right are like I'm so good, but it's like nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? It's all about networking, communication, and whatever. Got you. And I want to circle back to the uh, uh, as far as the networking people that you might have came up with, or that are that are at least from your your home state, uh, which mm-hmm. you man, um, TJ and Westside and Conway. Um, was there anything that you noticed um, in them early on, or like in the scene as y'all were moving, as far as that differentiated? you and them maybe from from the rest of the pack and uh um, yes yeah yes i can honestly say well honestly i didn't know what i done because the times when i was like coming up i guess he was in jail mm. but i know conway like i know conway and benny i know them mm. we actually used to work at the same studio because buffalo's not big like Actually, it's big, but you know how it's like if you into something, it's only like right, it's right. like a small circle. Right, work it's so right. But with TJ, like I'm saying, absolutely, because we we're like the same age, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I'm saying all the time, the only th- difference in me and TJ is I've moved out of Buffalo. Right, right. And TJ just like if I was in Buffalo still, it would be the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've always known that because it's not that many people. Right. Conway is literally it's Conway and maybe two other people in the city that I could think of off the top of my head right now who literally put words together. Like, I, I, I remember being like, oh my God, I don't even know how you come up with that. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? He has so much stuff that's like, not even, like people ain't gonna hear cause it's old, like he's amazing. And I knew that before, right? like a long, like years ago. 
Right, right. Just because, like, you know when something's special. Like, it, it could be a whole bunch of stuff that's just regular, but when something is good, you you know. Like, everybody knows. Right, like, right, know? right. So he's sure. always been like that. And I wanted to, you know, I brought that back up because, you know, when speaking to, uh, you know, the people that aren't so good wanting to get better and the people that think they're good not wanting to get better, there's also the people that are very good um, that do what they have to do to get to the next level. Yeah. And, you know, it's just interesting that, you know, guys like that, yourself, TJ, they find their way to Atlanta. And it seems like that's the story for a lot of people that, you know, pursue, pursue music and, and want to elevate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I commend you and everybody that's, that's seeing success in doing that because you escape the nest, um, you go out there independently and you're doing what you have to do to get better as a person to figure life out, but also, you know, elevating your career and a lot yeah. of people can't figure that out and a lot of people struggle and I think um, a big reason for that maybe artistically in my experience and my perspective with conversations I've had with very talented artists is that they get down on themselves trying to impress the wrong people mm. so I think that's cool that you know you're not thinking about anybody else and you're really thinking about just being a better the best artist that that you can be yeah but I guess let me ask just black and white like who are you who are you trying to impress with your music? I mean, do you, are you trying to, I guess it's a question of your trajectory and how you've seen yourself being successful as a musician. Are you trying to impress the industry? Are you trying to tra- impress people? Do you want to get signed or do you want to go independent? Okay, so I'm not trying to impress anybody. I, I'm going to sound whatever way, but I've never been a person to impress people. I've been through like too much personal stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like I was just too much stuff like you know what I'm saying to be like stuff like I was blind like I long, I don't have bones in my leg like stuff that's like people ain't gonna go through this stuff so the people who want to impress people I feel like they don't they never dealt with stuff personally like I had to learn how to walk like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. when I was a kid mm-hmm. so it's just like I don't need to impress nobody like I, don't, I, I realize that about myself like you know what I'm saying but my thing has always been like I've I just have this idea of life, like, of what I want out of life, yeah. just, like, for myself, you know? And in Buffalo, it was always, like, that life that I wanted was on TV, like, mm-hmm. all the time. It was just, like, I want these things, but it's not around me. Like, none of this stuff is around me that I want, so I need to go somewhere where I think it is, you know what I'm saying? So as far as getting signed or not, I really just want to be, so this is what I want to do. I want to be able to, so I want to be able to do everything I want to do as far as, because I want to do more of the music stuff. Okay. So I want to have music be an advertisement, more like kind of like a commercial, Mm -hmm. but first people got to care. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I want to do music until it's like a commercial so I can do this other stuff. Like, hey, listen to this. Let me take you to my store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Stuff like that. So as far as getting signed or not, I more so just want to be do whatever is the best suit for making a living and being happy and comfortable. And I want to do so many things to where I don't want my whole life to be like crazy and full of just like fans chasing me down trying to break in my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to do what I want to do and then do music when that's what I want to do. Got you. So do you have a, a plan or a strategy maybe over the next six months to a year to get to that end game? Yes. I um, I actually been working on, well, right now I've been working on a trilogy of mixtapes 
called Picasso's. Because what I know about myself is that I have so many different things to myself that when I play, when I like first play music and then when I talk to somebody, it's so different. Like yeah. my music is so aggressive, yeah. like, but my person is like, hey, let's drink tea and go to picnics. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The people are confused. So I'm, I'm doing these Picasso's to like break myself down. Kind of okay. like the first one was heart and mind, just like heart and mind. This one that's out right now is arm and leg. And then the next one is going to be hand and foot. And the point is to just put a whole person together. Like here are pieces of me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the next one is coming out in August. And then after that, I'm going to do seven tapes of chakras, like the seven chakras. Mm -hmm. Basically, just my whole thing is like, instead of trying to give people music and trying to make them figure it out, I want to like introduce myself. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's really what I'm working on right now. And so far, the response from it has been well because like I'm saying, it's not confusing. Cause yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't realize my music was confusing to people. Right. Because it's like, what is this about? Cause it was just my expression, you know. Right. But right. now it's like, well, here's my emotions. Right. It's literally a body of work. <laughs> yeah. Like a body of work from physically, spiritually, emotionally, right. everything is just combined. That's very interesting. Um. And so, what is the the platform? Um, that you release most of your music and where you're directing people to, to get discovered right Well, now. I've been telling people to go to my website, but on my website, you can get it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Tidal, like everywhere, really, gotcha. really. And I've been, well, I've been putting, I have like, I have some CDs, but my whole thing with CDs is they're old, but people still want them. That's why I just give them out when I'm performing. Yeah. Not just like, you know. But my whole thing is just like, just listen to it. Cause my thing is like when people, well, at least I like to think when people listen to something, they want to hear something else. Mm. So it's like, at least let me get you to hear this. And then hopefully you'll go and. Right. You could fall down the rabbit hole on Spotify yeah. or something like that. Right. Right. And you know, a lot of, a lot of the, um, the name of the game, I should say for, for independent artists is, is getting outside of our bubble. Cause I know yeah. so many talented musicians and artists, they just really don't know how to get outside the bubble and that's what's pretty dope about like TuneCore and 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 um, these digital distribution what's the services. bubble the bubble is just our own network like oh. if we freestyle right now i mean these three people these four people they hear it yeah. but uh the key is like bursting that bubble well how do we get these freestyles or whatever mm -hmm. outside of that so then you have social media and then you have twitter you have these bases mm -hmm. um but it takes a a game plan um, to get it outside of that, and that game plan can be getting it to influ influencers, uh, gatekeepers, um, and bigger bases. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, you know, dropping a song on your own SoundCloud versus dropping a song on Complex's SoundCloud, where as soon as they drop it, it's gonna get out there. Yeah. You know, so I always encourage artists to um, you know get outside that bubble. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely look into that as far as. Uh, you know, getting it out there. But the dope thing is, the beautiful thing about music now, 2017, the internet age, social media age, is that you're discoverable, mm -hmm. you know? And by having that body of work, people can probably listen to you for like, what, three hours now? <laughs> what, for real. Everything that's out there? Yeah, my thing is like, um, I feel like at one point, everything was like, get on the internet. But now everything's on the internet. Right. And people are not, people don't do well in person, like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's just like, you have to find some type of balance. Right. Cause like you, I mean, I, you don't have an answer because it's an interview, but like, you know, if somebody is like so lit on SoundCloud, yeah. but then like, you don't know who they are in actual life. Right. And right. it's like, 
what good is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Now, that's true. I mean, it, it is a balance. It's good, but it's like, what real good is that? Yeah, you have to have a balance. I mean, different things work for different people. I mean, yeah. uh, I think a good uh, example that I kind of use is like, like the internet, right? Like, not the internet, but the band, the internet. Oh, okay, right? yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, they dope. But you know, they to me, this is just my opinion, like, they music, like, on albums, like, it sounds good. I don't think they're crazy phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. when I listen to it, like, it's mixed well, it sounds good. Have you ever um, seen them live, though? But that's the thing. When you see them yeah. live... It's crazy, yeah. and they had there's so many characters. Cause it's like looking at Parliament, like you yeah. see all these different pieces, and it comes together. And the live experience is super crazy, yeah. and you fall in love with them, right. you know. And then so then when you go back to those records, then it's fine. Yeah, and it yeah. puts you back in that place. And again, like, you know, that's no shade to their records, but that's what works for them. Mm-hmm. And there's some people where it's like. SoundCloud works for them, or they music, they studio projects work for them, yeah. and they live doesn't. But I think, you know, nowadays, you know, to your point, I think you definitely have to have that balance. And a lot of times, you know, it's kind of like it's not what you know is who you know, but mm-hmm. if you know somebody, but if you ain't cool, they're not going to have yeah. any incentive to get to know you or help you. Yeah. So you definitely got to have that balance. And I think that's what um, you had going for you, too, on stage, because even from the first time you did bars and when you got on stage, people was rocking with you, mm-hmm. just with your stage presence alone but this one this time i think you really had them yeah. from the jump you know what i mean um and that's that's very rare because stage presence and that type of um more naturalness you know i mean not a lot of people have that and i think yeah. you definitely definitely have that yeah i think i mean thank you i think that comes from being a real person like i mean like not, not like oh i'm a real like you know but i'm talking <laughs> about like i'm a real person like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know I don't try to put on this like artist thing it's like this is my actual person like, right you know and I just so happen to do music right I wish more people actually <laughs> would be like that would be humble to themselves because what you get is a lot of time performers hit the stage and they just super cocky yeah or they're like yo I know I'm the truth and they get up there when I think from an audience perspective you know especially when the audience knows that you know we all just on the come up right now right. we're not headliners they want you to be humble right you know i think people respect that more so even if you are the nicest i think some artists and this is just some advice to artists just dial it back a little bit you know and yeah. i think you'll probably have a bigger impact and people will be more receptive to you and even willing to help you more right than normal no let me tell you something this is i probably shouldn't say this whatever <laughs> i remember one time i think i was in philly this guy was talking so big on stage and then the person i am like i play a lot like a lot so i was like let me see what he drive like when he left i was like if he don't get out of here like he had like a <laughs> <laughs> just like you can't do that what like was he driving? it was just some regular like a honda or something no shades of right, honda right. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you can't Shout go out. on stage like that and it's like dude we all eat the same cereal and milk, probably. Like, right. chill out. <laughs> That's true. That's like when uh when they cats be talking about money in their songs and shit, but they don't want to buy beats. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what, what are mean? you doing? Yeah. This yeah, it's it's crazy, man. People, it's it's cool to be human. It's 2017, y'all. Right. It's cool to be human. We don't have to be robots. Everything doesn't have to be an ad about how hot you are. Right. That it, whole fake it till you make it thing is like, I guess, but right. like, I don't know. I think because I did other business and do other business, I understand I like. Business, you know. Yeah, man, we People relate these, right? to way more to people. Right. Like, right. Right. That's real. That's true. <laughs> um. So shifting gears. Um. 
we, we had the body of work. I know you're working on a lot of new music now. You've got the game plan, the strategy, where you're going. Um, and I know earlier you was telling me about how your process is kind of random as far as where you find inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, how do you take that randomness and then focus it into actually creating records? And what's so what's your, your writing process like in the process of actually arranging all these ideas and thoughts into one record? Oh man, I have so many different, uh, it's a long thing. So for one, I, I have a, like a, a setup in my house. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of sleep with an idea and make a song. Mm -hmm. But then the next, when I actually wake up and listen to it, I'm like, this is trash. Like yeah. that's the thing, I'm honest with myself. Like mm -hmm. I don't have a problem saying, Fel my name's Felicia. Felicia, that was stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem doing that. So when I actually have a song that I like, then it's like, oh, this is an actual good song. And I only know that because I've had times, like I said, I've been doing music for so long, where I would make a song and I put it out, or my mom and I would put it out, and then somebody, like a random person, would say the words to me. Like, oh, I like that song when you say, and I'd be like, oh, I don't even like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so like now it's like, if I think a song is good, I just stop listening to it for a while and then listen to it again like some days later or like the next week and it's like, oh, I actually still like this. Because my thing now is like, will I like to people to hear this song or to sing this song in any mood I'm in? Right. You know? Because right. right. if it's like only a song that I could like listen to when I'm turned up, I'm not going to use that song. Gotcha. But it's like, if I'm actually having a horrible day and I just had a flat tire and I'll still listen to this song, I like that song. Like, True you know, indeed. True indeed. So do you do you start with a lot of content and bring it to the beats you have available, or do you wait for the beat to speak to you about something? Or well, in my setup, I have like I make beats too, um, but I don't. I just make the basic part of it, mm -hmm. and then like my producer, I'd be like, "This is what I think I'm trying to do. Can you add this to it?" Gotcha. So sometimes I have beats because, like I said, I have like three different producers, and they just always send me beats. And it's like sometimes the beat speaks to me, but sometimes, like I'm saying, in the middle of my sleep, I have an idea, or I'm driving and I have a melody, and then I'll just be like, oh, I'm about to just make this and then send it to one of them to do, because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Gotcha. So, gotcha. it's just random stuff. Right. Like, right. I have a great day, and then I'll eat some good food, and then I'll be like, this is how I feel, like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Teriyaki. Right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So. It's different. I don't really. I, one thing I don't do though is just write raps and then try to find a beat to them. I don't gotcha. do that. I always, at some way, start with a beat. Right. Or at least a melody. Gotcha. In my head. Gotcha. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah this is Love the Genius, winner of the Bar Exam 2017 in Atlanta. Uh, she'll be featured June 23rd. What you gonna do with a feature set? I've only I've only ever what seen you perform once. I don't once. really know. How long is it? Like I don't know anything. Like about three joints. It. Okay. I was like I don't know. Yeah. But the thing about my life is that I could do stuff. So I'm gonna perform. Word. That's what I'm gonna do. Like go to perform. I don't know what I'm. Gonna, that's the thing too. It's it's kind of bad. Like people say like why do you do that? I don't know. Like I just. Like the day before, or maybe earlier that day, it'd be like, oh, because I've had times when I've like planned something out, and then when it comes to that time, I don't feel like that anymore. Right, so, like, you. it's like I, I'll know when it's time to do it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we, we're definitely looking forward, um, you know, to seeing this set. It's um, going to be dope. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be dope. Word up. Everybody listening, make sure y'all come through June. Excuse me, yes, June, right? Yeah, June 23rd at Apache Cafe in Atlanta, Georgia. Also um, featured that month are our Tennessee winners, 
from Chattanooga. We got a cat named CD7, a really dope cat from East Chattanooga, I believe. And um, and side tab, Chattanooga has a lot of talent, man. Y'all make sure y'all check out all the artists that have performed at bars and man, and just look up Chattanooga hip hop, man. Um, y'all will definitely like what you hear. Okay, back to it. Uh, Tennessee, Nashville, uh, a homie named Malcolm Dwayne. Nashville still. Yeah, he won the show. He actually competed in Chattanooga, made it to the top five, didn't win, and um, did Nashville. But that was the homie, man. Like, I've known him for a few years. We've done a lot of ciphers, so it was cool to have him be a part of the show and actually win. So he won uh, Nashville. I also invited two other MCs that was in that top three, uh, top four, to come and perform as well, man. So it's going to be a good time, man. If y'all into independent music, hearing artists on the come up before they blow, right there on the cusp, because you know they already passed the bar. Y'all should check out the bar exam in Atlanta and uh, all around the country now. We're we bringing it around. But June 23rd, Love the Genius, Malcolm yeah. Dwayne, CD7. Uh, appreciate you hanging out and uh, Thanks, getting man. coffee and Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> Rooster. Rooster. I'm going to do, I'm, I don't know. I want to do another round because it's $2 and I can take it with me. I really? Might, yeah, I might fuck around and do it. Another round. You got your little to-go baggie. Yeah, I have a lot. I feel like because I have potatoes and rice. Yeah. It was good though. I might just put like a shitload of, of meat on my, my plate, have them make it and put it in its go box <laughs> and have I mean, tacos for the whole week. You can do that. I might I might fuck around and do that, y'all. Follow yeah. me and um on Instagram and go to soulxpurpose.com. Say that one more time. Soulxpurpose.com. Follow me at Love the Genius. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, you, you got videos out too? I have a video for a song called White. It's on my first Picasso, Heart and Mind. I have a video for my song Feed My Soul coming out the end of June. Cool. So, yeah. All right, that's what's up. So, y'all make sure y'all check out Love the Genius. Check out the music. Get familiar. For real. Know the whole catalog because you don't know what she's going to perform. She don't know what she's going to perform. For real. But by the time she performs it, I want to hear y'all <laughs> saying the words, man. Multi-talented, sings, raps, all of that good stuff, man. It's going to be super dope. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Mike Sick. Bar exam. We out of here. So dope. That was the homie Mike Sick uh, interviewing the Love Genius, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Like I said, this was something new, something fresh. I wanted to give the opportunity uh, for our platform to, you know, extend the reach. So if you're somebody that, that are looking to do the same thing, if there's something that may be of interest of you, hey, hit us up. You got the number is 678-872-2227. You can call me, email me, text me. I'll get the message. I'll hit you back when I can. Um, if you feel like doing social media, that's your better, you know, better method. There's two ways. You can either hit me direct at last name good on all things social media, or you can go straight out the den. That's the easiest way. Go to straight out the den. It's STR, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N on all things social media. And say what's up. Follow the hashtag straight out the den pod. I want to talk with you guys. I'm, it's all about engagement. If we're not talking, we're not learning and if we're not learning, we're not giving you the best content possible. So other than that, man, I appreciate you guys for listening. Once again, as always, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Look, it's right there on your phone. If you're if you're an iPhone user, there's a podcast app right there on your phone. It's a little purple thing. You might not even know that it was on your phone. So if you go, it's probably going to be on your homepage. If you go there, it's a purple background with like a little eye with circles around it. Click on that. At the top left-hand corner, there's a plus sign. Click on that. Then it's gonna pop up, add podcast. Click on that. 
type in straight out the den right just type it in subscribe rate review all of that good stuff we just want to we want to hear from you guys like we want to make sure that we're giving you the content that you want to hear and if that's too hard for you look hit the search button and type in str the number eight we should be one of the first ones at the top should be the first one at the top if not okay but it should be the first one at the top hit the search button str the number eight and go and get the pod just subscribe 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 and if you're on google play you can subscribe there too that's cool too but uh that's it as always if you guys have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality i'm last name good of the straight out the damn podcast see you guys again next week the straight out the damn podcast is powered by the indie creative network